Are you ready for this? Go! Listen to today's best mix. Playing on RX Radio. Groove Cafe. It is the Groove Cafe on RX Radio and I am Crystal looking forward to my conversation with my guest today. I feel like she's been such a busy bee. I have a business developer and the founder of Trillion Look Store, a handicraft social enterprise that works with women and youth artisans to help them mass produce, market and sell their products across the globe. Now she's the current recipient of the best woman entrepreneur in the startup Challenge by Total Energies. She's passionate about marketing, art, fashion, business development, and she has trained over 400 artisans on the best digital marketing strategies, a task that was trusted to her by the Ministry of Tourism, Wildlife, and Antiquities. Ooh, I have Serena Kassirie <laughs> joining me today. It's okay, you can say it anyway. So Serena mm-hmm. Kassirie joining me today. I said it right. Aha! Welcome, welcome to the Group Cafe. Thank you, Crystal. How are you doing? I'm very good. How are you? I am fine. You thank sound you. so lovely. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I'm excited to have you because I want to hear all about your journey. Well, where do we start from? Proudly Ugandan. Should we start there? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Born where? Born in Mokono. Mm-hmm. Raised in Mokono. Mm-hmm. Went to school in Luero. In Luero, okay. Yes. Uh huh. And Gaza. Uh huh. Went to university in Busitema, that is Busia. Mm-hmm. And working all over the world. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, right? Pretty much. Yeah, working all over the world. Did you see your life turning out the way it has when you were younger? It's hard to tell. Mm. Uh, but um, on the way, we change our minds. Of course, I had so many dreams. I'll tell you some of the dreams that mm-hmm, I had while mm-hmm. growing up. I remember once I had an interview, I was asked what I wanted to do. And I had four things that I wanted to do. Okay. One was I wanted to be a journalist. Okay. Second, I wanted to be an engineer. Mm-hmm. Third, I wanted to be an accountant. Okay. Uh-huh. Now, surprisingly, I think I've done all those That's things. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Haven't you done all those things? I think I've done all those things. And uh, yeah, right now I'm settled where I am. Why a journalist? I don't do more of journalism, but you see with writing and uh, mm-hmm. reading and then the talking, uh, it kind of pushes me to the journalism space. Yes. So. I love it that way, but I'm not a journalist. I'm not an accountant. I'm no longer an engineer. <laughs> but I help people market art and fashion products. But they were part of your journey, you see. They were yeah. part of your journey. And you said earlier, you're like in communication. You're an activist of sorts as well. There's a lot. So I, I'm guessing there are more things, more boxes that need to be ticked. But currently, I don't know. I think I've done all those things, but... I don't want to settle anywhere in all those fields, mm-hmm. but I'm happy to be a business developer. Okay. Yes. So you mentioned engineering. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is at Busitema University. Yes. What exactly did you do there? I studied textile and ginning engineering. Okay. For people who are like, ginning? What? Can you explain uh, that to us? But you know what ginning is? Most okay. people don't know what Exactly. Is. I know most people don't. <laughs> so please explain. So if you know what cotton is, mm-hmm. uh, ginning is a process of getting the cotton seed uh-huh. from the lint. Okay, from the cotton to the process, it becomes lint. Mm-hmm. So the raw material? To yes, to the finished product. 
Okay, that is ginning. Yes, but it focuses more on the separation of seed cotton mm-hmm. from the cotton. Wow. So that process from the cleaning of the cotton to separation of the seeds to cleaning the cotton itself after the seeds are removed to the final process of becoming lint. Mm-hmm. And you see when it comes to cotton there are different grades which I don't want to go into but mm-hmm. you grade the cotton of this is grade A, this is grade B. You'll see that some grades are not used in hospitals, some grades are not used in certain fabrics. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that entire process is what we call ginning, and it's what I studied as an engineer working with machines, mm-hmm. basically. That is just fascinating. <laughs> I'm so fascinated. I, I also loved to do the course because um, mm-hmm. first, it wasn't my first choice. Oh, it wasn't? It wasn't. I okay. was given natural resource economics, mm-hmm. and I didn't... I think I was naive. I quite didn't understand what I was going to really study in natural resource. Mm-hmm. But so when I saw this course that had textile and ginning, I'm passionate about fashion. Mm-hmm. So when I saw something dealing with textile and You're I wanted to be an engineer, one. I'm like, here we are. This is what I'm going to study. So you were already passionate about fashion then. So when does this start? I love your shirt for the record. Oh, thank <laughs> you. You should buy one from my store. I should. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I really like it. So how far back does your love for fashion uh, go? My mom mm-hmm. is a fashion teacher. Ooh. Okay. So you yes. got free lessons at home. Yes. Free from lessons from as and little as nine years. <gasps> I worked with that singer, mm-hmm. Machine, mm-hmm. and uh, I grew to love it. And not only did I grow to love it, but I always wanted to challenge the status quo. Mm-hmm. Because when I was growing up, I used to observe the, the mindset people had towards my mother mm-hmm. as a fashion designer, as a tailor, and you know, can I speak some Luganda? You know, when people say the tailors, so I really wanted to challenge that status quo of this is not just a job for the uneducated, yes. but this is the reason as to why you can't walk naked on the street. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yes, you. So I loved to challenge that status quo and I'm happy here. Mm-hmm. I am. I think in the last 10, 15 years, we've seen you know, a massive burst of talent. If we're even talking about like Ugandan fashion designers, yeah. African fashion designers, yes, but even our own fashion designers here. And I love just, you know, driving. You know how in the past you'd see all those, what are they called? The mannequins, the mm-hmm. plastic models yes. outside shops. When you would drive by, I don't know, again, I'm older, but you would <laughs> never see like African wear or what we yes. call our local designs. You'd always see, you know, stuff from China or God knows wherever. But now, Side by side, I feel like every couple of meters, yes, there's someone with their own business and how putting do you out feel their own about clothes. That? I feel good about that. I feel really good about that. And how would you feel if, let's say, you walked into Macy's mm-hmm. and then you found a cloth and it had made in Uganda? Of course, you see, I'm excited already. So. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you've been passionate about. Okay, if there is something that I'm aiming at in the future, mm-hmm. I'd like to get there. Okay. All right. So um, you did uh, ACCA as well, didn't you? <laughs> I told you I wanted to be an accountant. <laughs> How was that experience? Well, I think I have never done anything as hard as ACCA mm-hmm. in my entire life. Okay. But 
I still loved to challenge myself because mm-hmm. I really love making money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love to understand how money comes into the business. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I love to know how to manage that money. Mm-hmm. I do believe that... Uh, Isn't that why so many businesses fail? Because they don't know. They can't track it. Mm-hmm. They don't know how much comes in, how much goes out and how to manage it. And you know, it's so interesting that even most CEOs do not know how to interpret financial statements. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so when I was in my senior six, I remember there is a school that was teaching ACCA. It came to our school and it was advertising. And before I actually went for training and textile, I just wanted to go straight to that school because they said, um, you can start right from senior six. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why would I waste time going to university when I can start <laughs> to do this course right here? So I went and those guys, I don't know what happened. I mm. went, they were going to register me and one of my, my relatives said, no, you need to first go and study a mm. course at university before you come to do ACCA. So that's how I branched to university. Mm-hmm. And then when I left university, before I even graduated, I came and enrolled for ACCA. So you were very determined. Yes, I loved to do it. I love ACCA. I love finance. Mm-hmm. Like I love finance. I only stopped recently because I thought I was very busy. Mm-hmm. I was very busy with the business and I had to read for these papers. Sometimes I don't get the results that I want and the investment is quite a lot. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, I have to give ACCA a break. Let me put that on the side. Yes. And And let me focus on business development. And let me first build this business because I am the CEO. Mm -hmm. So at least I understand money and how it comes in the business. (laughs) I know how to balance Mm -hmm. books Mm -hmm. i know how to interpret financial statements i know how to manage people Mm -hmm. i'm like okay for now those are all very important (laughs) things and uh for you to be you know basically to be the captain of the ship and you don't know how to (laughs) to manage the ship i think it's really bad Mm. yes but now i'm a little bit confident i Mm -hmm. can't say i'm confident 100 percent of the financials and everything but i'm a little bit confident that uh it actually also raises my the trust that let's say if i was going to get investors Mm -hmm. the trust they would have in uh entrusting me with huge sums of money Uh okay she'll understand how to manage this money Mm -hmm. at least i have done two levels Mm -hmm. i'm somewhere Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. So when you finished your degree, you went straight. You were determined SSA, you wanted to do accounting. And uh, Did you get a job after that or did you go into business? My journey in getting jobs hasn't been smooth. Mm. I'll say um, I'm like any Ugandan. <laughs> <laughs> so I've applied for jobs. Mm. Unfortunately, I don't apply for small jobs. Okay. Mm-hmm. So one of the reasons as to why I haven't been successful in getting those jobs is because with my certificate in ACCA, I would want to be a CFO. <laughs> <laughs> and uh-huh. then they called me. I've actually gone for interviews where I am being interviewed with people who have worked in big organizations and then I am some capetite thing there. <laughs> and then sometimes I look at myself and I ask, one. <laughs> But I'm like, this is what I want. I love big things. Yeah, you dream big. Yes. Why not? So 
that is why I should say I haven't been successful at getting those huge jobs. However, I have done, um, I have taught before. You've been a teacher? Yes. Okay. I have taught before and I have taught mathematics. Oh, okay. Uh huh. I have taught mathematics in an international school. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I did that for like a year plus. Did you enjoy it? I love teaching. That is why I do trainings because I love teaching. Okay. And um, I tell you something that I feel proud about is uh, when I teach you, mm-hmm. you won't forget what I tell you. Okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes me love teaching. Mm-hmm. I love teaching. So I've done teaching. I uh, When I left teaching and I'm like, okay, now teaching, no, this is not my calling. Mm-hmm. That's not where I wanted to settle. But because I was trying to look for jobs and enter the job market, mm-hmm. I later on joined a friend when he was just starting his business in cybersecurity. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was a very good mentor. Mm-hmm. He mentored me into business development. He actually helped me realize my dream as a marketer and business developer. Ah, okay. So, and that is when I actually won that award, the CFO. Mm-hmm. It ACCA Stanbig event mm-hmm. because okay, I should say I'm a go getter. Mm-hmm. So I loved to research. My boss introduced me to the world of research, and he told me it's not that everything you're going to know, mm-hmm. but you have to get the knowledge. Mm-hmm. So I learned to research. And then I started knowing things. I can teach you anything about that computer. <laughs> when it comes to cybersecurity and mm-hmm. hacking. Not that I really studied those things, but I got to learn mm-hmm. on the way. And that's when I I saw that uh, that call for CFOs. Mm-hmm. And then I asked him to nominate me. Mm-hmm. So he nominated me. I went for an interview. I remember I was interviewed by six people. Mm-hmm. So finally, okay. I, I came out as the best. So I've done business development. I've done teaching. Mm-hmm. Now I'm settled as a business developer, helping artisans. Okay, so you won this award in 2018. Mm-hmm. This was by Stanbeck, was it, and Deloitte? SCCA, mm-hmm. Stanbeck and Deloitte. Okay, and this was in 2018. How long had you been working by then? I left university in 2013. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I should tell you when I left university. But no, <clears throat> I'm keeping that to myself. Okay, so it was so, a couple of years down the road. Yes. 2018. We're talking five years mm-hmm. after you left university. And you said that you're a go-getter. You dream big. Mm? And you want to know. Because once you start to... Knowledge. Yes, knowledge is is important. It's power in very many ways. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when did you, you know, because you said working with your boss is when you started to realize that marketing business development was your thing. Mm -hmm. How did that become your company now? Yeah, Trillion Look Store. When did that happen? Okay. So in 2018, uh, okay, 2019, the story begins from 2019. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because 2019, I just chose to leave work. All right. But um, I left. You felt you weren't doing, you weren't fulfilled or what? Uh, Like I told you, me wanted to be a big person. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Serena. (laughs) Yes. So I left, but I left without direction. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what to do. Okay. 
because I just sat home mm-hmm. with my computer. Okay. And then as a business developer or as a marketer, one of the things, one of the skills that you must have is research and reading. Mm-hmm. Because you cannot run a business that you don't know the ins and outs of it. You need to understand it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So while I was home, the only thing I did was reading and writing. Mm-hmm. Um, by then, my husband was just my friend. Okay. And he was a web developer. So he had a client in Kenya who wanted a writer. Okay. And uh, the kind of writer he wanted was a copywriter. So my husband decided to pay me 100k. <laughs> To, to do, do the writing. <laughs> I was like, since I was home, mm-hmm. that was okay. Mm-hmm. So he paid me 15,000, I think, per article that I wrote. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I sat on the computer and researched. This guy was actually selling clothes. Mm-hmm. He did clothes, watches. Okay, those gentleman outfits, anything mm-hmm. about a gentleman. Mm-hmm. So I would read on what are the trending um clothing fashion styles mm-hmm. and then I would read and then copyright okay i was doing that for quite some time until an idea came into me i'm like but i can actually help other businesses mm-hmm. do marketing basically online marketing mm-hmm. i took it up i shared with him this <laughs> these days he tells me that the first time i told him i was going to start a marketing agency he's like is this woman crazy <laughs> <laughs> because how is she going to even do it but he couldn't tell me he just said well if that is what you want to do it's okay mm-hmm. and trust me i have never felt fulfilled in my life until i started business okay as a person because i remember i had learned about email campaigns and all these things mm-hmm. and i'm like i'm going to do this in my business christo the first email campaign that i sent out and me 7 million the next morning no Are well that that is unbelievable but it was my first gig i remember I had collected emails from my friends everyone that i met mm-hmm. and then i used um mailchimp i gathered them i, I asked my husband to set for me mailchimp mm-hmm. he did he taught me how to move around everything mm-hmm. and on sunday evening I sent out an email campaign telling people about the beauty of marketing, how I can help them market, and a lady called me 8 a.m. on Monday mm-hmm. and asked me, "Can I see you?" I went to her office and she's like, "Well, are you the one who sent the email?" <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Yes." She's mm-hmm. like, "I was expecting someone different." For her, she thought one of the marketing agencies mm-hmm. she had talked to had actually sent the email campaign. Okay. Mhm. So that email was received at a time when she needed to make a decision to find someone to help her with her business setup, marketing. So the timing was just trust right. me. Mhm. I think that lady gave me the confidence of staying in business. Okay. But along the way, <laughs> thank God that business failed. <laughs> <laughs> thank God. <laughs> yeah, okay. Why do you think it freed you up to follow your passion well, now? Well, yes, all that was a process for me to get where I am. Mm, okay. Well, I was doing that, but trust me, that sometimes she demanded so many things. Mm-hmm. And you know she expected me to have a team of 10 people 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This one doing this, this one. So I actually happened to run one of, I won't talk about that campaign, but I was the leader of that campaign and mm-hmm. the phone calls and everyone thought I was a big person. Like the business was huge. The pressure was really high. It was really intense. Mm-hmm. So I met a lady. She's from Germany. Mm-hmm. And then I shared with her what I do and everything. So we became friends. So I knew she was doing marketing and that is how we connected. Mm-hmm. So I shared with her what I was doing and she told me, I'm going to connect you with one of my friends okay. who is actually a senior marketer. Mm-hmm. So you share with him. So that the guy that I connected to told me, you know one thing, you cannot be helping everyone. Mm-hmm. You cannot be marketing for all businesses. Okay. You need to find a niche. Mm-hmm. When he told me that, that is when I sat back and I'm like, okay, what is the niche now? Mm-hmm. I had the task of finding out what the niche is. Now, I used to confuse myself and tell myself, okay, the niche is startups. I'll help startups, but startups don't have money. <laughs> I tell you the truth. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> startups don't have money. Mm-hmm. Startups hustle. Mm-hmm. Startups want to get where they want to be with very limited resources. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. This is not working. Actually, Mm-hmm. It wasn't going to work. <laughs> okay. But by then, because um, I had one of my aunties who was working at the craft village. So I used to sit in her shop every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is when I met that white lady. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every Sunday I would sit at her shop. I talked to clients mm-hmm. and then make sales for art products. Basically that by then it was just art products. So... And when we connected, when that gentleman asked me what the niche was, I started to think, mm-hmm. what niche? So that is when I settled in art and fashion. Okay. Okay. All these different things coming together. The lady that you met there. Yeah. And then finally, it clicked for you. So once you're able to decide on your niche, mm-hmm. what was the next step? Well, now I was confused <laughs> because I needed to know the ins and outs of fashion business. Well, I used to do fashion, but for friends, mm-hmm. someone has maybe a party, I need a dress. And you make something. Yes. But then I didn't want to go that way. I wanted to build something big. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want... Like clients to just depend on me. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to be the kind of person who serves only 10 clients. Actually, my dream has been H&M Macy's. Okay. That has been the dream. Mm-hmm. So I started thinking, how can I get there? And um, that's when I saw one of the ladies running a social enterprise accelerator program. Mm -hmm. Uh, She invited us. Okay, she sent invites and people applied. So I also applied to enroll. Mm -hmm. And so when I was in that accelerator program, I sat down with her and I told her all the very many things that I've been doing and Mm -hmm. all the very many abilities that I have. And then she sat me down for three hours. And told me this no this no <laughs> this no so mm-hmm. run this trillion looks thing okay it's going to work 
Okay. I looked at her and I asked her three times, are you sure this is going to work? Because, well, I wanted to be a marketer. I wanted to be a consultant in marketing. Mm -hmm. Like all those things. And she told me, you see, you can be a consultant. But there are so many big consultants, like people who have been employed for over 20 years. And then how they become I, consultants. Yes, yes. How are you going to compete with them? And mm-hmm. that was reality. Mm-hmm. For example, there's a guy who does sales. What is his name? If I can remember. Let me use Joanne Mogenzi. Okay. For example, when she left her employment, she started out... Um, as a consultant mm-hmm. and you know she already had connections to big organizations uh-huh. to, to a huge uh, staff of employees and all that but here I am like honestly I hadn't <laughs> even worked for how many years so the competition was going to be so high mm-hmm. and this lady Jay Stamale helped me settle down she told me no run with this it is going to work okay and um I started convincing artisans Mm -hmm. because that was during COVID-19. Okay. That was July 2020. So I told her, okay, I have a connection of artisans Mm -hmm. because I was working at the Crafts Village. So I knew people. So you already had your network, your connects there. Mm -hmm. So I spoke to people. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I thank God for is people believed in me. Mm-hmm. And people still believe in me. Mm-hmm. Everyone who came and I told them, by the way, I'm going to build a platform and I'm going to help you market. And you can join this network. People believed in me. Mm-hmm. And that is how we started. We started with five artisans mm-hmm. and the network has now grown to over 45. Oh my goodness. So how can people find out more? Where do they go? We have an online store mm-hmm. and um, an e-commerce platform where all other details are. Mm-hmm. Actually, the group that we formed where we are 45 mm-hmm. women and youth, it's called Waka Creatives. Okay. Waka Creatives. Waka, yes. And it's basically because people work from home. You know, COVID-19 changed everything. Uh-huh. You don't have to. Well, for you, maybe you have to come to. <laughs> we have to sit in this lovely studio. <laughs> yes. But, but for uh, some people, they can work from home. Yes. yes. For example, artisans. Why should you hire uh, or rent out a space? To you can do everything at, at home. home. Mm-hmm. So people who can sit at home and then craft up something tailors can really be at home and mm-hmm. then make something so we work with them mm-hmm. and then we collect so this is workers creative yes waka waka no s no it's waka for home okay. awaka like awaka ah okay 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 <laughs> like awaka yes. uh-huh, okay so working from home mm-hmm. and then us we come and uh, collect the products but however we also help them mm-hmm. with product development because some of the products do not really meet the standards that uh, was a challenge for a while i think yes one of the challenges you had to address yes uh, so we have to help them come up with products that uh, meet the standard mm-hmm. and um, currently we are working on branding because uh if you're an ident follower of the Ministry of Tourism, now everything has to be branded yes. Ugandan crafts. Uh-huh. So we are working out a way to help even the artisans have that brand everywhere. And for us, we are like ambassadors mm-hmm. of this. Mm-hmm. So we help them with product development. We help them actually with even marketing knowledge. We mm-hmm. train them on how to market. 
the digital marketing trainings that we hold with all artisans around the globe even in our group we have to train them mm-hmm. and artisans have questions not just artisans because they're also like any other entrepreneurs mm-hmm. they're running their small businesses at home and they just need a client but they don't know how to reach the mm-hmm. client so for us we are like let us reach the client on your behalf mm-hmm. okay so you provide that platform yes Okay, um so where else can we find more information? I'm sure there are people listening right now they're like, "Ah, mm. I need to enjoy this knowledge too." Well, this trillionlooks.store. trillionlooks.store. Okay. Even if you just went to Google right now and put trillion books, I'm sure we are the only people popping up. Okay. Yes. How did you decide on the name Trillion Looks? Oh, that's a hard question. But um All my friends have always known me as Trillion. Oh. Yeah. So it's almost like a nickname. Yes. Trillion. Yes. Uh-huh. And you did wrong calling it a nickname because most people think it's my name. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um So when you introduce her like this is Trillion. Actually, if we were moving out and then we met someone that knew me, mm-hmm. they just say hi Trillion. As <laughs> my husband jokes about that all the time because when we meet people they go like hi Trillion and then he's like really. <laughs> so, um because most people knew me as Trillion. Mm-hmm. You know with branding really branding mm-hmm. doesn't come easy. It doesn't. You doesn't have to look for something easy. that is catchy, different. Yes. Stand it out. Come easy. But uh Yeah, we run by the name. Mm-hmm. Maybe in the future we can change, but for now we run with the name. We are happy and it makes people happy. Mm-hmm. Makes you believe you're going to be a trillionaire. Yes. <laughs> When you wear our products, you're going to look like a trillionaire. All right. By the way, an affordable price. Okay. Yes. So again, remember that trillionlooks.store. Oh wow, this is exciting. Uh, unfortunately, we're out of time. I still have many <laughs> questions to ask, but how can someone get in touch with you now? Mm-hmm. Oh, well. <laughs> with you directly? Are you on LinkedIn or Okay, on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. I go by Serena Kasirie mm-hmm. and um on Facebook, Serena Trillion Kasirie. Mm-hmm. On uh Twitter at Serena Trillion. Mm-hmm. On Instagram at Trillionaire. Ah, uh, okay. Trillion mm-hmm. underscore Nair, like Trillion Nair. All right yes. then. If you put in Serena Trillion, you'll be able to find me everywhere. <laughs> okay, Serena, thank you so much. I should be saying Trillion. Thank you, Trillion, <laughs> for coming on the show. You're welcome, Crystal, and thank you hey, for having me here. A pleasure. pleasure. You have a very you. beautiful smile. Oh, thank you. And I'm sure people enjoy this show because <laughs> you're happy, and when they're listening. Hi, just in jail. Oh, thank you. I'm so blessed. <laughs> well, lovely meeting you and thank you for coming. You're welcome. Groove Cafe.